Welcome to It's a Professional Life. I'm Alencia Williams, your podcast host, and this series is dedicated to professionals from any industry at every level about how to navigate relationships, find humor, and find work-life balance in what matters to you at work. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Our country is facing a national emergency due to the pandemic 2020 coronavirus. Today, so many 9-to-5 professionals woke to a remote work lifestyle, or some are now back at home since on-site work has been restricted to reduce crowds and heavy interaction with the public. Unless you work at a grocery store, your world has suddenly been flipped upside down and bring your child to work day just became work in front of your child at home today. I hear you. Let's discuss remote work-life adaptation. I'm not saying remote work-life survival because we want to thrive, not simply survive. With everyone contacting you to find out if you're remote, still available for business, you notice you suddenly have completely new distractions while still having just as much work on your plate. Today, I will discuss some simple tips to encourage you to get right side up and stay competitive with what you have to offer while working in a new context. We'll discuss points from Charles Duhigg's book, The Power of Habit, a list of tips to set yourself up for success, and some helpful hints from David Allen's Getting Things Done so that you can manage priorities and interruptions that you would not normally see in the workplace, such as, hey, could you help me with my homework? Feel free to grab a pen and paper for some takeaway notes, comment your own experiences and questions below, or tag a friend, each one teach one. To begin, let's look at the power of habit. First, I read Charles Duhigg's book about the power of habit in 2016. I wanted to see a change happen in my life, and I'm also always reading time management books for the classes that I've taught on the subject. In this book, he describes the brain and how it automates our choices to make life easier. That's why you can multitask in LA traffic because you're no longer learning how to drive a car. You never have to relearn which pedal is a gas or brake, but what if you have to correct your automated behavior such as smoking or multitasking in the car? It's illegal, you know. It would seem obvious we could just change actions, but we can be so driven to act on those actions that rewarded us until we can't even remember what the reward is. We are set in this pattern. In his best-selling book, Duhigg cites studies regarding how we adopt a habit the cycle of cue, routine, reward. What I found most interesting was that there is no such thing as breaking a habit, but only replacing it with a new one. It also makes you think back to what reward were we seeking before we got hooked? Are we recognizing the cues that set off these routines? This is going to be helpful when managing change working at home because there are patterns we have at home that will hurt us on company time. Let's look at how we can adapt and empower ourselves and our families during this time. Duhigg was so inspired because of a chocolate chip cookie craving that would happen to him every afternoon at work. One day he had this feeling he needed to take a break. He went for a walk and came to the cafeteria where he saw the most delicious looking cookie and decided to purchase it. Before you knew it, every time he would go to the cafeteria, he would crave that cookie and he was starting to put on some pounds. He knew that he needed to make a change in his lifestyle, but he could not help it. 
100% of the times he visited the cafeteria, he would still get that cookie. He had to make a plan. When this cue happens, he needs to stop working. He needs to replace that routine. But if he goes back to the cafeteria, he'll be drawn into that same routine and he's definitely going to get that cookie. So instead of going to the cafeteria, he decided to stop by the desk of one of his colleagues and have a conversation. According to his story, after this conversation with his colleague, he went back to his desk and he was able to focus and concentrate and leave without getting that cookie. So he continued this routine daily, lost 12 pounds, and resisted the urge to go to the cafeteria where the other reward was sure to entice him. Now I have to wonder how sweet this colleague was because I don't know if that would be enough for me. And this colleague probably had to learn to manage his interruption of their work as well. Surely, we have all been affected by a routine like this when we practice eating at our desks. As soon as we sit down, we eat. Or eating on the couch, as soon as we begin to watch a show, we think we need something to eat. Q, routine and rewards. We have to have a plan to correct our behavior. Let's keep it simple. We don't need to look at your old routine. We need to look at your new routine. First, write down every step of your activities today working home remote. I'm talking about step by step. You got up, you went to get your coffee, you started a conversation, you put on the news, you chat. Oh my gosh, look what's going on. You started fussing with the computer, pulling up reports, stopping for extra long chats and snacks, and having spontaneous family conversations. Maybe you got carried away helping someone out. Then you finally stepped away from your computer at 7 o'clock. Well, guess what? This is not a sick day, and it's not a staycation. You're officially at work and on the clock. What you just did was set yourself on a course for rewarding all kinds of distracting behaviors and weak results, not concentrating fully to what you were doing even for a minute. Here are five tips you can apply to help yourself regain context that you are working even though you are working at home. Number one, post a day view of your regular work hours. Number two, communicate and post your routine where you or your cohabitants can see it and discuss it. Number three, be true to your schedule. Number four, ensure a conducive workstation area. Number five, manage interruptions. So back to posting a day view of your regular work hours. Choose a day view of your regular work hours and highlight blocks of time for high concentration and break and social times of your workday. Your family is used to you coming home, but they may not be used to you being in work mode during daytime at home. To make this calendar easy for yourself and for anyone else who can see it, Select different colors for high concentration and social break time areas on your calendar. High concentration times are for meetings, uh, calls, emails, other work activities. Use scheduled blocks of 90 minutes or two hours. And then for breaks, do 15 and 20 minutes. Maybe there's a particular lunch hour you prefer or you have a coffee hour you always do. Be honest with yourself. Consider break times your reward time. You give your brain a break, you have some coffee, you get some air, 
You fulfill any social interactions you could not deliver during your concentrated time. Remember, you are resetting the template and dashboard for your work context during the day at home. Start on the same time of day, be true to your breaks, and finish at the same time every day. Number two, communicate and post your routine where your co-inhabitants can see it and discuss it. Even if it's just you, you cannot reinforce a worldview if the only time you see it is inside some journal or when you click a specific document. Even if you live alone, virtual interruptions happen just the same when it comes to family and they know that you're working from home. It's important to have a conversation with your loved ones to let them know that you're on the work time and when you can be available for a more comfortable chat. When it comes to your loved ones, it's not about saying no, it's about saying when. When it comes to your brain, you may think you can multitask, but it actually takes you twice as long with less accuracy. Since kids are home as well, you might want to counterbalance your work and your break times with their schooling work and break schedule. But be honest with yourself. If you find your concentrated time and break time is not enough to deliver for your kids or your loved ones whose needs cannot wait, invest in help. Boundaries are even harder to reinforce at home because there is so much familiarity and expectations, but communication up front and arranging help in advance can make it easier for others to engage you so you both have the attention that you need. So we said number three is to be true to your schedule. It seems redundant to say, but if you're not following your schedule, then no one knows when it's best to contact you, if you're on break, if you will ever go on break. Remember, you are not alone. You are part of a team at home and at work who are all remote that need you to communicate with them that you're in touch and what your priorities are. If you want to ensure that people give you the same follow-up, be true to your word. Reliability and remote work life go hand in hand. Number four, ensure a conducive workstation. Designate a low traffic area to get work. It's ideal if you can shut the door, have a window, avoid TV. Post your template schedule close and ensure that you can lock your computer when you walk away. If you can't guarantee soundproof space, then you may need to put on earphones just like you do at work. Hey, my desk can be like, I don't know, one of these California freeways. I'm from Chicago. As a matter of practice, it's also not ideal to eat at your desk or to find yourself socializing and entertaining conversation when you're at your workstation. Make it a reward to when you finish your concentrated time to go and separate yourself in a new context to stretch, get some air, and of course, enjoy maybe not that cookie that uh, Doohig was trying to avoid, but just personal time or whatever you like to do. And number five, manage interruptions. You can shut a door and turn off the radio, but it's not easy with people especially little people. There are people you love to talk to and people you have to talk to, and some of us just can't stop talking, uh, therefore, podcast. In David Allen's famous book, Getting Things Done, he mentions the 3D concept. Do it, defer it, delegate it. This is a rule for managing interruptions. I've always added to this rule how you would translate this to people. 
Number one, no matter who it is, because you're at home, you need to, again, continue to reinforce that they need to understand that you're operating during work hours. Look at your calendar. As soon as the interruption comes, look at your calendar. Your environment will fool you. This helps you to set a context for whether you are in concentration time or break time. Number two, be kind. Giving someone a dirty look or being rude or showing them that you're not quite available right now is not necessarily going to register. They may still engage you, especially your family. They will continue to stand there in the doorway. What are you toiling over if not for the people in that building? Unless it is an intruder, show appreciation for whatever request or silly comment that they just decided to share with you because next you're going to give them 3D options and you're going to need their cooperation. And now the third step, you're going to give them 3D options. Of the 3D options, you have one. If the request will take you less than two minutes to handle, go ahead and do it. If the request will take more time, or you start it and you can tell it's going to take more time, defer it, meaning schedule another time when you can give it more focus. It might be your break time, lunch time. It might be another day on the calendar week. It might be the weekend. Number three, if there is someone else who can help with the request, delegate it. This is not just about being the boss. If this were about work, then it would be a peer, um, or maybe you know an alternate resource who actually handles something. But because it's a home responsibility, it could be your spouse who you know is already designated to handle something else at that time. It might be someone, again, you would have to arrange in advance to be available to your children in those cases that you had some high formality, high concentration time when they interrupted you. I love that video where the man is reporting for CNN and his little two and a half or three-year-old girl just barges in all happy and about to talk to her dad and he has to maintain such a cool disposition. It is, I died watching that like probably a hundred times. So remember, have a partnership or reach out, create a village, be willing to ask for help. Try not to live in a vacuum just because you're remote. There are a lot of people, if you reach out to them, there may be some opportunities. We also want to think also, this is just an asterisk. You can't say it's an emergency if you knew that you had some high formality meeting that you or work that you needed concentration on, but you never arrange for someone to care for that person in your home who requires a higher level of care. Do your best to reach out and ask for help, maybe even reschedule because of your needs for help. There are many people who are going to understand, especially during this time. Now, finishing up, let's put this 3D option in context. So you're in your fancy little workstation and someone approaches you, hey, did you hear about the basketball game on the street? Look at your calendar. Oh, sounds cool. Let's talk about it at lunch. Honey, would you like a cup of coffee? Look at your calendar. 
I got 15 minutes until I break. I'll join you then. Hey, I want to show you my drawing. Oh, look at your calendar. I would love to see that. Ah, good job. Let's meet at lunchtime, and I hope you will make two more of those so we can check it out then. Be sure to show it to your auntie as well. All of this is easier said than done, I'm sure. I'm super excited for my upcoming podcast to interview other professionals regarding remote meetings, as well as tips for balancing parenting in a remote context, because it's a lot more complex than we can even get into, but we all need to make it through this and uh, get ourselves right side up. I finally watched the movie uh, regarding Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and I had no idea that she was a mother while she was going to Harvard and she was married and her husband got sick all at the same time. I just think, wow, I don't know how she did it all. And she became a Supreme Court judge for life. We all can have the most unexpected events happen in our, our lives at any turn. And this too shall pass and we can make great of our character, our family bonds and our health by learning to adapt and help each other. Thanks for tuning in to It's a Professional Life. Again, thanks for your comments, stories, and let me know what really helped you in what I shared here. Uh, feel free to look up those other authors. They're pretty awesome, I think. Uh, feel free to add your advice to other people about the same topic. I really want to, of course, encourage a dialogue. Wash your hands, people. It's a Professional Life 2020. See you next podcast. Thanks again for tuning in to It's a Professional Life. I wish everyone out there the best of health, good habits, and a spirit of adaptability in this time when everyone around the world is experiencing such a huge shift in the way we communicate and get things done. Since I edit my podcast, I go through this so many times. My biggest takeaway is to remind people to stop, think, and be kind. Kind while waiting in line, kind if someone is sick, kind if there are some awkward moments as we get right side up in the way we conduct our business and every chance we get to interact socially or help someone else out. Also, I'll also mention that I have a new Instagram page where I'll post the upcoming podcast as well as need to add some humor to this because that's also something I'm super fan of. And thank you so much for tuning in and of course sharing your stories and opinions and teaching each one teach one. Thanks again and enjoy. It's a professional life.